0: whiskey and risk a j crew podcast where we talk about all things risky while drinking a little bit of whiskey i'm max and i'm jackson let's get into it cheers move. sound okay all right ready i'm ready all right welcome back to whiskey and risk i am your host max katzbeck along with jackson doyle jackson what's going on Doing good. Doing good. How's life? Life's good, man. That's that's the best thing I can say is life is good. New year, new us, huh? That's right. New Love new your new year. Butts. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Today we're drinking on some Woodford Reserve Double Oak. Shout out to my little brother, Powder Redmond, who, Shout who out. gave this to me for Christmas and I brought it into the office for the boys. So we're sipping on it today from a website online giving a review on this bourbon. First of all, I,
1: I really enjoy Woodford overall. I, don't, I agree. Uh, you like Woodford. Yeah, we just talked about it before the podcast started, and I'm, I'm very much so enjoying my glass. So. Yep, and the double oak is just a little
0: uniqueness on that. You taste deeper. it. Yeah, you, you taste, taste it for yeah. sure. But according to thewhiskeystudy.com, Nose starts off with a strong note of oak and barrel char, toasted marshmallows, candied nuts, and buttered popcorn. The kind of buttered popcorn smell that can take you back to times of sneaking into movie theaters, awkward first dates, and getting kicked out for making too much noise. Oh, this is an interesting website, but okay. <laughs> On the nose, there is a lot of maple syrup sweetness, but with an umami- undertone almost like a chocolate covered bacon perhaps i I could see that and i like that that. okay baking spices like ginger and clove also make an appearance the effect of the double barreling is immediately apparent as the nose feels deep sweet and full of toasted oak it's definitely not shy but it's also not aggressively in your face and i'd agree with that you know it's a little more aggressive than a typical woodford but it's not too much yep Palette, cherries, dark chocolate covered cherries, maraschino cherries, candy cherries, cherry flavored syrup. The cherry flavor here is undeniable. I agree. It's like someone at Woodford accidentally threw some cherries into that second barrel before they filled it. That's the most I've ever said cherries I think, I think in a
1: 10-second span. This blog or review, they definitely tasted cherries. I think they, oh, they, they were, tasted a couple well, cherries, two, yeah. three cherries. While they were drinking this, uh, this Woodford. Yeah. That's funny.
0: Poking through our sticky caramel syrup and freshly baked ginger snaps, along with the traditional bourbon, oak, and vanilla flavors. The palate is thick and vicious, with a deeper, richer flavor than I was expecting for 90 proof. The palate is full-bodied and satisfying, but perhaps borders on too sweet. If there ever was a dessert bourbon, Woodford Double Oaked would fit the bill perfectly. A whiskey to be enjoyed around a campfire during those warm summer evenings, or perhaps in your conference room recording a podcast. I agree. Final thoughts here. This is a great bourbon for those looking for something rich and complex without the high proof. The palate punches above its weight while the felt bland at times. That was not my error, that was the blog's error. The cherry sweetness dominates the entire experience, and some may find it a bit cloying with so much sweetness, so it's best treated like a dessert bourbon. But Woodford Reserve Double Oaked is a big and complex bourbon for a 90 proof, and really shows how much adding another barrel into the maturation process can pack a lot of intense flavors into otherwise standard Woodford whiskey. I mean, overall, I'm a big fan, like I said, of Woodford. I like the double oak. It's not something I would drink every day, but on special occasions and and every now and then, it's definitely one of my, I go
1: to. I agree. I like that the description was dessert whiskey. Uh, And it makes sense. And it's a nice night capper, you know, to end the night. But uh, back to our prior episode, we did start the segment of the rating. I believe we the first one we did was Knob Creek on the rating. You were in the sevens somewhere in there. Where does this rank? in your palate here i'm gonna go 8.4 you know i'm really big buffalo trace eagle rare i love those
0: but i am a fan of the lower proof ones 90 proof it's just sippable and again it's not something that i would drink all the time i usually go for regular woodford but on special occasions it's nice
1: to fancy it up a little bit and go with the double oak how about you jackson i respect that rating you know i have a bottle of this at my apartment on uh, the cabinet so you know i fancy it myself yep. outside of the podcast but I've never tasted an 8 1 more than I have right here. Okay. Um. So I'm going solid 8 1. Okay, I like that. And it's firm for me 8 1. That's uh, where it, I like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're pretty much on the same page then. Here. Yeah. No, very good. Just what I needed
0: today. It's exactly what I need. After today, yeah, this is a nice little cap on the afternoons. So yeah. No, I agree. Um, I think we really need to search for that 10 rating and we need to bring the bosses in and get their pocketbooks out. Yeah. I'm thinking Pappy, Eagle Rare. We got to work our way up to some of the 10s. I think there's a few out there mm-hmm. that, that we would get that reading. So there. maybe if we get a couple more listeners, you know, like, comment, subscribe, share. Maybe we'll get that nice bottle next time. Oh, yeah.
1: To, to share our thoughts. Oh, yeah. we're, Eventually. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're, getting, we're there. getting there. But yeah, like we said, a little, you know, needed whiskey today. Nice glass. So stress going on and just being busy overall in life. Yeah. You know, I'll let you take the reins on this. What's been going on? Fill us in on what life's been looking like and now to start. The year of 2023. Yeah, I mean, our business is very interesting. I know you'll
0: touch upon this a little bit later. And this is really your first year of, you know, having a successful 12 months and then starting off, you don't. In our business, it's nice because you don't technically start off at zero. You get that reoccurring <laughs> revenue with your clients and commissions, and it starts to snowball eventually, which is really, really nice about the insurance industry. But from a sales goal point of view and just trying to grow your own book of business, in that point of view, you start at zero. So yeah, for me, I'm just ready to hit the ground running. I was able to close up a pretty good-sized deal to end the year last year, and yep. it didn't go into effect until January 1, so I was able to start the year pretty strong yep. I'm happy about that. But again, it's just really hitting the streets and just getting in front of as many people as I can. One of my goals is to work more upstream, larger accounts, maybe less quantity, but a larger risk, larger premiums, and being able to be an expert With those clients and give them the service that they need so yeah that's that's a push for me and just going back to the sales i just wanted to mention for the viewers we might have touched on it in the last podcast but we really did have a career year last year at j crew thanks to the efforts of the entire team here organic growth was up 26 percent which yeah. Round of applause. Round of applause. Just Round of applause. Not to great. your our own year. horns. Yeah. I mean, there's multiple producers. There's, it's a team effort, but 26% organic growth. Yeah. That yep. is that is
1: something to be extremely proud of. and um, I know we all are.
0: I don't know what the industry average is. I know it's in the single digits. Yeah. to have 26% in one year. Yep. It's just mind blowing to me. Yep. I agree. So we're definitely on the right track, again, not to toot our own horns, but, you know, it's something that is worth mentioning. And obviously that agency of the year kind of, you know, shows obviously the numbers don't lie and right. the those accolades don't lie and we don't take it for granted yet, yeah. so. That's great. But yeah, just starting over from zero. I want to hear your perspective though, because you've been in this. This is what your year
1: two. This will be my second full year. Yeah. So I am, I'm a year and a half in 2023. It'll be my second full 12 months. But yeah, kind of just piggybacking off of what you just said, feeling really hungry, you know, to start the year, especially with the motivation, you know, you like to see the collective efforts of everybody's success as a firm and as a team. It's one of my favorite things. I think we've touched on a couple of times for the both of us with our team and our culture here at J Crew, because it's just very team-oriented. We're all very invested in each other's success. We celebrate each other's success and I can't speak on that enough into what gets me excited to come to work every day. Makes you excited to oh. come to work. That's the main that, thing. And that not a lot of people can say that. I right. mean, they might say it because their boss is listening, but we truly... Uh, yeah, uh, right.
0: And we know our boss does listen to this podcast, but truly, truly... Right. I mean, some days are better than others, but I mean, just the teamwork and, and the camaraderie yeah. and the young energy. Everyone's very energetic we're all hitting our goals we're really growing yeah. our organization it's cool to be on the ground level and, and actually see it like from my perspective starting as an intern 2016 when we were at that old office in mount prospect and i thought that that was nice i didn't mind it because it was a block away from my parents house yeah. so it was a nice commute right and i lived there out of college but to see where we're at now and the young energy and for me i was always the youngest guy at the company and now i'm one of the older guys so yeah. it's just a kind of a really a weird sort- feeling And to be an older guy at 28 years old, I mean, that just shows you
1: the young energy and, and kind of that dynamic setup of Jay Krug, so... Well, right. And it goes into, like I was saying, why I came and wanted to join the team and if that has never changed or wavered is I think a big part in why we are a young team in that we're able to bring on and attract a nice talent from right out of college and have that recruiting success due to the culture just speaks for itself. You come in for an interview, you take a walk around the office, you get to meet a few people. You get to speak to a few people, multiple interviews. You just have the understanding. Just being in our office, you have the understanding and that everybody has each other's back. There's a nice buzz and energy every single day of just that hunger and that want for success and that want to like we earned that agency of the year and there's a lot of different tiers that go into that aside from growth that we talk about but also we're doing different things to set ourselves apart like what you're listening to right now this whiskey at risk podcast and trying different avenues to just find ways to educate not only our clients but just anybody we can to just be the best resource that we can and i think that that speaks for itself as soon as you walk in the door yeah you know in my opinion no absolutely and we hear from the
0: carriers too obviously our carrier reps and underwriters talk to many many different brokerages and you know each brokerage has its positives and negatives but to hear them just kind of second what we're saying here and you know hey we meet with so many different agencies and they're getting older they're looking to kind of sell their business to one of the big brokerages out there and looking to retire I think the average age of an insurance agent is 58 years old yeah then they come here and they're like what in the hell are you guys doing over yeah. here I mean this is awesome yep it's fun you guys are fun you guys do a great job you're hitting your numbers your clients love you I mean again I you you know, I don't want to toot our own horn, but it, it's the truth.
1: So it's just different. It's just different. Yeah. It's we built different. They we're built different. We, you know, we cracked the code. We found the formula. It's working. Yep. Um, and, you know, I'm excited for what the future holds, but fun question here. That I think we both can answer. I'll start with you on that new year kind of trend yeah. and and what we're on right now is I wanna hear one of your quote unquote the status quo, New Year's resolutions. Yeah. And then, you know, a couple goals that you have, not only for yourself, but here for the firm yeah. um going into twenty twenty three. Let's hear
0: it. Yeah, so I got a couple big ones this year. I mean, I'm going to start with one that probably a lot of people say, but it's really just prioritizing fitness yeah. and health. So making my own food, not eating out as much, making sure I hit the gym every single day. Getting them gains. Getting them gains. Yes. Yeah, and locking in the nutrition. And yeah, I mean, that's really been a focus of, of mine, and I've been hitting it pretty hard for two and a half months now. And right. and I have no plans on stopping. So we that, see you. Yeah. We see you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> appreciate that. Yes, sir. And then number two, personally, is I want to purchase a townhome or a home, my own place, and own it instead of renting. This year, it's a big boy purchase. Yeah. And I'm looking into that probably more closer to summertime, but uh, that that's definitely a goal of mine. And then professionally, like I said, just work on larger accounts. I want to keep the pipeline going, but less quantity of smaller deals and more those larger deals working on, and really being able to provide value outside of just the lowest cost of insurance. Yeah. Obviously, that's a part, but I feel like when you start working with organizations that are larger, they more so value the risk management and the expertise. And you know, if their renewals going up a hundred bucks this year, they're not going to be the ones that call and complain about it. Right? And, you know, they have trusted me, whereas some sure. the really small companies—not to disparage anything—but they're just more price sensitive. So it's just a different kind of setup, I guess you could yep. say. Yeah. No, it makes sense.
1: Yeah. But how about you? Flipping that 180 right back at you, Jackson. Let's hear it. Yeah. So I'll start with my New Year's resolution. And normally I don't like to feed into it because I, I feel like nobody sticks to their New Year's resolution. But kind of a goal, kind of a resolution is to pay off my car, my truck. Yeah. It was a goal of mine last year and it was a, it was a high goal last year, you know, obviously to up the car payment amount and get it done because I just didn't want it hanging over my head and you're able to do other things. So that is a major goal of mine to do before uh, the midpoint of the year. So I'm going to put a high priority on that to start the year and just set myself up to not have that hanging over my head. Yeah. Another, I guess, resolution for me would be to prioritize kind of uh, relationships. That being all relationships in my life, being friendships, relationships with, you know, coworkers, you get so caught up in being so busy and there's so much on a schedule. Everybody does that. Sometimes you just have the excuse of, I'm so busy. I got this going on. I got X, Y, Z going on. Everybody does. Everybody's busy. It's not an excuse. You make time for what you want to and what's important to you. So that is a big goal of mine in all aspects of my life. So I like that. That's getting a little deep here. Yeah. Well, you know, I just try to be as transparent as I can. And that is a goal of mine. But professionally, another goal for me is going to be to best continue to kind of serve and retain clients. I take a lot of pride in, and I know we all do on the team of you're never gonna get a one eight hundred number here. So when you call, I'm gonna answer the phone and I'm gonna help you the best of my ability. And I have full faith in my account managers as well to do the same because we all coordinate and communicate on every account together that we're all up to speed to where if there's ever an issue or ever a question, anybody can answer it in a full circle and you know, one stop shop. So Continue to do that, and I think with that and building those relationships and that trust, that will increase the referral flow and start getting some inbound leads of clients building some trust in me, talking to their colleagues or their network of a nice resource and a, maybe a change that they could make, and getting that referral in for some new business. Yeah, that I is a goal of mine to to increase that this year.
0: I love that too. And I think I've, I've shared too, but like I've been doing this for coming up on eight years now. And I mean, over the past, you know, year and a half, two years is when I finally first started noticing that less cold calling, cold emailing, just trying to quote anything that I can. And then more so just my clients referring me or people in my network referring me into people that they know. And for those individuals to have the trust and faith in me to, yeah. you know, refer me in, that's nice. It's obviously a lot nicer to come to work when you don't have to make those cold calls and cold emails, there's always gonna be a place for it. But when you have people coming to you and, and knowing that you can help them with their needs and they're not talking to any single agent on, on the street, just trying to get the lowest price. And when you have a need that you can actually solve for them, it is very rewarding and uh, makes work a little bit more fun. And I will say that again, we do have a very fun workplace, but it can, you know, yeah. you know, it, it, there's it's stress
1: just, that comes with it. it there's stress natural. Sure. Yeah. 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 Well, good. Good. Those are good goals. I think, I mean, good luck yeah. on, on achieving those. I as well. I, I think we're setting we're on the right path, on the right foot forward. I would so. say so. What do you think is a good goal? Kind of switching paces here for the firm what's a goal that you'd like to see kind of company-wide where do you want what's something you think a year from now you'd be excited to see I mean I'd love for every single producer here to hit their individual sales goal
0: I think that that would be huge and a huge confidence booster for everybody and I think we're on the right path and then that obviously leads into the company goal being hit which is great and obviously there's fun things you get to do when you hit goal Like, for instance Last year we hit our sales goal, and what was it, last Thursday? Yeah. Went out to, what was the restaurant called, Jackson? I believe it was called Gibson's. I think it was called Gibson's. Yeah. Gibson's, Chicago. Ever heard of her? <laughs> it was delicious. One of the best steaks I've ever Yeah. Couple whiskey shocker were consumed. Yep. Maybe some of us might have stopped off at Rivers Casino. I don't know. Maybe. Potentially. Maybe. We don't know.
1: We don't know. <laughs>
0: But anyways, it was uh, it's good and you get to obviously do uh, fun things when you hit your goals and everyone's happy. And, you know, you're going to have down years too. That's, you know, unavoidable. But as long as you keep your head down, do what you know you have to do on a day-to-day basis,
1: you know, that's what you got to do. No, I you know? agree. I agree. I think a goal that I have for us is just to continue on our path of growing organically. Not only, like you said, hitting goal and growing, you know, revenue overall, book size of yeah. of the whole J. Krug firm, but also individually. But then growing our our team and expanding and bringing in new producers, new account managers on all facets of, you know, our our capabilities. Yeah. And that kind of leads into our kind of fun news here at J. Krug is we are expanding our office space. Up and we are. I mean, we're we got the tarp up right now. Yeah, and off half the
0: office. We got saws going in the background, but we are in full construction zone. Full construction zone. But overall, we're yeah, knocked down a wall, took over the space next to us. Thankfully, it was open, Mm -hmm. and it's really exciting. Adding some more offices over there, some more room for some additional employees, and yeah, that's super super exciting. And you know, now I was thinking about it too. We're going back to goals. Just with this podcast. Yeah. I know last year we, we had a couple guests on internally, which was great. But, you know, moving forward, I think a push for us this year is going to be having more guests outside of our company. You know, we got our feet wet with our coworkers, but. Bring on more clients, more of our underwriters, carrier partners, carrier reps. And we got a little lineup that we have in the works of some really, really cool guests coming up this year. But I think it'll be interesting to hear from, say, a business owner's point of view or an insurance underwriter's point of view and get a couple of whiskeys in them and have them start really opening up. Yeah, Peel the onion. Peel the onion. <laughs> the right. alcohol, yeah. Yeah. That's one of our, I guess, podcast goals, or at least me personally. So I'm, I'm working to line those guests up and I think we should have some really cool content for you this year.
1: Yeah. No, I agree with you and I'm really excited and we just want the podcast to continue to grow. We've plugged it a couple times. We have a we have an email associated to the podcast whiskey and risk at com. Yep. And that's just the easiest way to reach us if you have any questions of topics that you heard while listening, if there's a topic that you want us to cover, but also kind of responding to what we talk about during an episode. Like today would be a perfect example. We're talking about goals We're talking about what we're wanting to see for ourselves, but our companies in 2023. Mm -hmm. It's a great opportunity to hear from some of the listeners on what are your goals? What are you guys working on at your company and your firm? And and what are you, what are the steps you're going to take to hit those goals? We want to hear all that yeah, because we want to interact with you guys as you guys are listening. And we just want to be as transparent and also involved with the crowd as we can. And also if you have any, you know, of your favorite
0: bourbons, we're bourbon guys here, but the, the podcast is Whiskey and Risk. So if you have a whiskey or a bourbon in mind that you think we should try, I'll tell you what, I'm going to have a lot better of a chance getting my boss to buy me a nice bottle of whiskey if it's being emailed from a listener. It's so a great point. Yeah. And just a great
1: idea because we're, We're wanting to get outside of our comfort zone. We know we've tried a few of our favorites and what we've, you know, sipped on before, but obviously we're going to drink on a few whiskeys that we've never had. yet. that just adds to the fun. Like Ricky,
0: shout out Ricky one time, (laughs) brought the Santori Hibiki. Yeah, uh, that Japanese whiskey, and that's something that I'd never had, and it was fire it was really good yeah and i would have never had it had he not brought that in so i agree again if you're listening especially if you're makers mark or buffalo trace one of you guys listening if you want to send us stuff like we're totally open to that it's Jay krug and associates we're in itasca look <laughs> up our address yes you know we do accept shipments mail swag We will, if you want to be a sponsor, hey, you know, let's talk. We are open
1: to sponsorships. Yeah. But again, we're open to any guest ideas too. Like if you want to be on the podcast, the email is a resource for you. We post our podcasts on all platforms, but also post a link on LinkedIn. Follow Jay Krug on LinkedIn for all updates on the podcast and what's going on at our firm. You can always comment. You can always message us on, on there as well. And we just want to grow this to to be the best that it can be. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Best versions of ourselves and the best version of the podcast it can be. That's right. New year, new rise. Let's get it.
1: All right. Well, I mean, my glass is about empty. I think yours is too mixed. Yes. It is. It is. So I've uh, heard a great amount. And yeah. I, I think that, you know, might be a wrap on today. I think it's a wrap. We're going to do
0: this monthly of trying to get to a more committed schedule this year. So uh, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And thanks for listening. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you.